you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. I want to know is why you always fussing when I do your hair. I don't want to do my hair to stink. What stink? You trying to say I stink? Yes, ma'am. Ren, I'm about to go bathe in a minute. You ain't gonna smell me too long, baby. I'm finna finish your hair. I ain't that bad now. Come on now. You ain't got to do me like that now, Renny. You ain't got to do me like that. I'm gonna smell, smell, smell. Oh, my God. But why did she put that up there? Now, I'm telling you, you always... <laughs> Dustin. Like why? the song say, we gonna get right back Please. to where we started from. Dustin, and no. this week, we're back in the valleys <laughs> of black women, okay? And for oh, the, my for the word. clip of the week, sourcing that. Now, what you just heard was the audio clip of an obvious grandmother who may or may not have been a bit ripe that day. <laughs> combing the hair of her grandchild but what i love the most again remember inspiration things that we can use right <laughs> a tool the the clip becomes a device for better living this week what did we find the little girl the young black queen what did she say she went on and tell her grandma when she was thinking because the bitch was thinking <laughs> okay some old motherfuckers just think oh my god you know you get old you get tired don't be watching under their underarms and shit she was thinking and combing her hair so the arm was opening, the smell was moving, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So the little girl oh told her, God. you know, I don't want to sit right here because it stank. <laughs> she was sitting in between her grandmother's legs. And her grandmother said, you trying to say I stank? Here's where the black yes, queen man. really, there you go. <laughs> wow. In the face, literally in the face of darkness, <laughs> wow. despair, doom and gloom. That's okay? me alone. <laughs> Must, that's unjust. The little girl was able to say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Grandma, I love you, but you stank. Wow. And that is the inspiration I found <laughs> against it all. In that face of adversity, in the face of, of stanking cooch, it's always best oh to have resilience, to, 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 to be respectful, and to have dignity. And in your delivery, you always make the person receptive to what it is that you have to say, <laughs> which is why that young queen was able to say, Yes, ma'am. When her stinking ass grandmama oh asked her God. if she smelled her. You know, her the, that reminds me of the clip. Remember the little girl that sniffed her mom's seat when her mom got up? And she <laughs> ooh, said, ooh, mama ass stink. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> see what I see the difference? You see the difference between the way these kids was raised? <laughs> exactly. This queen said, I don't want to be right here because it, she didn't, she wasn't even vocal about it. Her body she betrayed so her. Calm. She just couldn't, she couldn't do it. So she was physically, you know, revolting against the 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 stench. But what did she tell her? You trying to say I stink? The little girl told her, yes, ma'am. <laughs> the hashtag this week is yes, ma'am. No, stop Because it. you always, oh, wow. in the face of whatever you're going on, you you deserve to have self-respect <laughs> in the way that you reach out to others by being respectful. And yes, honor ma'am. your truth. Honor your truth, no matter how bad your stinking-ass <laughs> grandmama is smelling. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Jeez Louise. This is for, so with that being said, understood, and smelled, we are about to do the QTNAs. This week it's the real edition. Oh, oh talk show the Lord. real. They've been in the news this week, y'all. Oh my god! So I was inspired. <sighs> you know about any of this, friend? I know the show. QTNA number one. <laughs> Is it true that the real reason the ladies of the real and Tamar Braxton can't get along is that they're at a stalemate about who ate? Tamar's chicken tetrazzini out the work fridge and won't nobody admit to it. Who ain't Tamar's chicken tetrazzini? Oh! QTNA number one. Oh my God. Who do you think ate the chicken tetrazzini? I don't know where this is from, but. Who you think you ain't seen the more No. Chicken tetrazzini. Question two. You ready? Okay. Tamar was on Maury? So, uh, with that being said, question 2.5. Okay. Oh, I can. Is it true? Neither can Logan. Is it true that this past weekend at 7 Eleven in Koreatown in Los Angeles, two people were side by side at the Slurpee machine about to reach for the cherry lever until they both saw that the red light was on and they couldn't have none? And they both said, are you kidding me? At the same time, and slowly turned to face each other, Fran. And Jeannie Mai of The Real told Tisha Campbell, my bad girl. And Tisha <laughs> rolled her eyes and left. Jeannie Mai and Tisha Campbell look alike. Nothing alike you. at all. <laughs> Tisha Campbell and Jeannie Mai look alike. <laughs> it's in the eyes and the cheeks. <laughs> okay. Question three. Ooh. <laughs> No. Is it also true <laughs> that this Monday at the Los Angeles Library fundraiser in L.A., of course, two people were about to enter the red carpet for press at the same time, and Tamara Maury Housley looked up and said, I'm sorry, and was met by a, no, I'm sorry, by 80s icon Pee Wee Herman. Is it true? Y'all know Tamara and Pee Wee Herman look alike. Doesn't and with that being said, <laughs> not even in the eyes. <laughs> Large Marge. With that being said, and most importantly understood, <laughs> you know, what is this face? Well, I was trying to make one of their faces. I felt like that was the face you would make. <laughs> you Your weekly sister. look. Right. Tell them Large Marge <laughs> sent you. <laughs> what is happening? That big Tamara looking like Pee Wee Herman. That's what happened. All she needs is a gray suit and a red tie. With that being said, and most importantly understood, welcome to the friends on your weekly look at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? We done with all the intro shit. Hey, friend. How you doing? I'm amazing. I actually want to thank everyone because... 
The Embodiment Kit, my collaboration with Miriam Hasnea and Residence Apothecary is sold out. We launched it yesterday and just like I thought, she's so cute. House is like, I cannot believe it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, that's how we do around these parts. That's, that's what happens when you have a good product. That's what happens when you have an amazing product created by two amazing people. Talking. I love that we're friends and it's so much love involved and infused in it that it, it has no Yeah, it can't help but be a success. So I'm so thankful that you guys love the product as much as we love making it. Thank you guys for the way that you guys go up for me all the time. I definitely don't take it for granted. And I cannot wait to hear your feedback because I know this is going to be the first time that a lot of you are getting your hands on it because um, I know you missed out on the first round. I'm glad everyone's tweeting me like, I got it this time. I'm just, like <laughs> so happy. So as always, we'd love to hear your feedback, how it makes you feel. I hope you love it. And thank you for loving me so much. Yeah. I really like That's the people that ecosystem. got in on this second batch. Mm -hmm. It goes along with my theory about adults who get braces. I just feel like it say something about you <laughs> and you want to do better the next time. You, you know what I'm saying? So it say something about you. I love it. <laughs> so that's it. I just had to put that out there. But Dustin, speaking of businesses yes. that are thriving, yes. you had a black business for us this week. I damn sure do. Let me tell y'all a little bit. Let me tell y'all about it. It's located in Atlanta, Georgia. It's called <laughs> Virgil's Gullah Kitchen and Bar. Let me tell you about this restaurant. Cute name. Okay. It's owned and operated by a black gay couple. They're married. Amazing. Um, their parents. Um, just a, a great example of the fact that um, there is a large spectrum and a myriad of things that we can do and be associated with that Amen. go far beyond who we fuck. So right. that being said, Virgil's Gullah Kitchen and Bar is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you can visit Virgil's Gullah Kitchen at Instagram. That's V-I-R-G-I-L-S-G-U-L-L-A-H. Kitchen. I know y'all know how to spell kitchen. Okay. At Instagram, you can get all the information on where the restaurant is located in Atlanta. They have live music. Tons and tons of programming yes. weekly. Um, lots of reasons to go that extend beyond just eating. Um, it's a great place to be in Atlanta. Um, and yeah, that's really all you need to know. The food is great. They're getting rave reviews. It's constantly See? packed. Um, and just the fact, first of all, it's not easy to open a restaurant, no matter what city you live right. in, especially in Atlanta. Right. The marketplace is so crowded. I know that this was a labor of love for them. I don't know these guys personally, but I followed their journey um, for many years on Instagram. I've seen them trying to get this off the ground. That's and the now best. it's up and running. I know that they put a lot of love and a lot of labor into this. And it really, really is a nice restaurant. So Hell I want it to yeah. be successful. Nice. So if you was in the ATL, you go to Virgil's. Gullah Kitchen and Bar and see what's up. And next check time it out. we down there, we should check it out. I mean, Tell them the friend zone sent you. Speaking of ATL, ooh, 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 ooh. there's a big connection there because we will be there ooh. December 14th, I believe. You damn sure right, we will Saturday, be. December 14th, but that's just ATL. That's simply Somebody ATL. Somebody want to tell them what else is happening. Well, Diane, I'm sensing a storm of three beautiful co-hosts coming to a city near you. October 26th, 26th I'm looking at Dallas, Texas. Woo! And then, uh, oh, wait, wait, we're not done on the West Coast. Uh, uh, they're going to be in San Francisco on December 7th. 
<laughs> wow, and uh, that, that's so right. Much clapping on today's episode. That, that's right. Uh, I, I do see uh, we are still doing a- ATL on December 14th, friend. You were spot on with that one. <laughs> so don't forget, you guys, um, tickets are going to go live soon. When those go live, you know, they'll go, go on sale this Friday, as a matter this of fact. Friday, right? Hey. Friendsonlive.com at noon. Eastern so. Standard Time, noon, mm-hmm. thefriendzonelive.com. That's Our right. tour tickets are finally going to be live. We're very excited to see you guys and getting grown. Getting grown. We'll be joining we'll us. We'll be joining us on the road, which is too much for my heights. Yeah. That's Literally too much. Too, <laughs> too much. Shout out to Jade and Kia. Yes, Our sisters will be joining so us. So that's going to be amazing for us to form like Voltron to give you guys an amazing show on the road. It yes. is just something new. Something, something fresh. fresh. Something new. So, Family thing. Yeah, something new. So we're excited about this new format. We're excited about um, joining forces with the ladies of Getting Grown and really bringing you guys a dynamic show. Just in case you weren't listening, <laughs> the dates are as follows. October 26th, we'll be in Dallas, Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> yes. We'll be in Dallas, Texas, October 26th. December 7th, San Francisco, California. I cannot the wait Bay for that Area. One. Y'all already know I'm what time it is. I'm staying there that whole week, by the Fran way. Fran will be there oh. the whole week. So you know the city going to have good <laughs> you know juju. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and December 14th, Atlanta, Georgia. ATL. Yes, I'm coming home. Yeah. <laughs> Thefriendzonelive.com this Friday. Tickets will be available at noon Eastern Standard Time. So cop those when they're ready. We love you guys. Cannot wait. Oh, yeah. So, Dustin Ross. That's me. It's the wild card. So it's the Dustin Ross takeover today. I know you guys get excited when that happens because Lord knows. It absolutely is. Oh, Lord. Lord knows what we're going to talk about today. But Dustin Ross, take it away. Let us know what's the hot button of the week. Well, okay. So this week, you know, I always look forward to the hot button issue because initially it was something that I decided we could have a lot of fun with. We would pick like an upbeat, you Mm -hmm. know, topic to where it would be like hard or whatever. And it still is that, but... There's always that thread and that layer there where we can kind of explore things a little bit deeper, right? Here for it. So, I was watching Love and Hip Hop Hollywood this week. <laughs> yes. Okay? yes. I'm caught up. Here we go. Okay. So, so are April and Fizz, and that's what I want okay. to talk about. So. Oh, no. Okay. If you, if you need a little bit of background, here's what you need to know. Previously on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> April Jones is a woman, beautiful woman, who has two children with Omarion, who was the lead singer of B2K. April Jones is also a cast member on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And so is Little Fizz, who was also a member of B2K with Omarion. This season, April and Little Fizz are living together. Um, mm. referring to each other as best friends, but also as Bay and Babe, and obviously fucking around. Okay. Obviously okay. fucking around, wow. and they keep inching and edging closer and closer to revealing that information. And they're also acting strangely um, unaware of why this may be um, shocking for some people. Why this might be something that you know kind of throws people off or whatever. And they're kind of ignoring the fact that hello <laughs> used to be in the band with the father of her two children, man. okay, who they were in a very public relationship. And now here you are, his ex-bandmate, current bandmate who he's touring with. And you're basically messing around with his, you know, baby mama. Edgy. Obviously, <laughs> right. To say the least. 
So obviously this is a big scandalous storyline on the show. Well, this week we actually got to see April go to Chicago where she's from. She went to visit her mom and her stepdad who, you know, father figure basically. And she was hanging out with Ryan from uh, NIMAC. Yes, she was. <laughs> Offered coochie to him yeah, for she a tattoo did. in Wait, a joking who? way, but Ryan she did. From, I, I don't know why I said that to you like you was going to know, yeah, but I'm Ryan like... Henry from NIMAC on a Black Ink Crew Chicago. Yeah. I mean, he's the one, he's the one, uh, Rachel, everyone says you, y'all look alike. Oh, my sister. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Yes, oh, that's yeah, why yeah, I knew. I was like, that's you. why. I was like, because, look, I know I know. normally you wouldn't know. I was like, Fran's going to know this for some reason. <laughs> there it was. There it was. No, so, no, continue. Now I remember. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so she I goes to Chicago. <laughs> she goes to Chicago to be with her family. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man This is why we don't film <laughs> So she goes to Chicago To be with her family While she's there Her mom starts crying Her stepfather is super emotional And they start thanking Lil Fizz For I guess being there When April was like Really emotionally vulnerable oh, After her breakup yeah. with Omarion And like yeah. all this stuff And Fizz was damn near in tears himself Like you know She went through something And so they have an obvious connection. Yes. Wow. Yes. I thought you were going to say they were crying because they were like disappointed. That people were upset nope. with them for no, fucking like around. disappointed that they were doing it in the first place. Oh, yeah. That's no. what I thought. Yeah. Oh, the parents. That's yeah, what I yeah, thought yeah. you were going to yeah. say. They were no, crying. Yeah. Like, should have. Do this? Yeah. But no, <laughs> they were tears of gratitude. Okay, wow. which I also like to call crocodile tears because who cried because they're happy like that? Me? They was like weeping, but you just you know you just it's a cute tear. So, you know, it's a subdued tear. These tears. Years would look like the uh, things at the car wash Asante. Oh, oh my god, look, look, so anyway. look. Oh, thank god he ain't finished. <laughs> so here, remind me to show you how the car wash <laughs> air people that blow up and I move know exactly to remind they me to show move. you how wait, they move. Wait till you see me. Oh, his reenactment. Yes, oh, yes. It's, Later. It's, it's still spot on, but so, um, <laughs> so everybody was so emotionally moved by this, and we were moving further and further away from the shock value of the fact that. She was all but admitting to being in a relationship with her ex-boyfriend's bandmate since childhood. Remember, B2K wow. started when they were kids, yeah. right? So it got me to thinking about boundaries when it comes to like friendships and dating and like relationships, right? <laughs> this is a very gray area. It's very tricky. And I don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer. I feel like it's definitely a matter of preference. Yeah. But let's talk about it because it's something that's really Oof. uncomfortable and it's something that affects and impacts so many different people. True. Think about the countless friendships that you're aware of that have either A, um, terminated due to somebody messing with somebody's ex or B strangely flourished after two people have dated the same person and remained friends. Mm. This, mm. this is something that we've seen happen both ways. Right guys. Mm -hmm. So yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be something great to discuss also <laughs> because it affects a lot of people. This is something that a lot of people may not even feel comfortable talking about. Some people may be, may be attracted to a person who they feel like they shouldn't be and they just keep it internal and they don't, you know, express it because they feel guilty about having that attraction because maybe it goes against their morals and principles or whatever they've decided those are. Right. But what they're supposed to do when they did get tired or their cooch gets wet <laughs> based on the other person. So let's talk about it. Mm. And excuse me, it's Tuesday, so let's talk about it. Oh, God. Oh, okay. my gosh. <laughs> 
So what's the first question? So I just want to know, like, how do you guys feel about dating someone who your friends have previously dated? Is there a time threshold? Is this something that just does not compute with you? How do you feel? And you can decide who wants to. And you're talking about like your friends, friends. I'm talking about acquaintances or peers. Well, I think that's two different ways that we can approach this conversation. So I actually would love to hear what you think about both scenarios. It is not compute for me. Okay. (laughs) I cannot. In either? A peer may be different. Because when I say a peer, I'm literally talking about like... Somebody you see out. In the industry. Like, let's say a a fellow social media influencer. Like, you know, even though that's still tricky Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there's no way to really navigate that without coming off crazy. But if the feelings are there, I don't know if that would be a boundary for me. But a friend, no. I can't. I don't care how many years it's been. I don't care if they just hung out and didn't even really date, you know, with any like deep layers or emotional thread or years or none of that. Even if it was one date, a one night stand, a hangout, a phone call, I still won't look in your direction. And that's happened to me before where one of my closest friends, someone she had broken up with years prior. I mean, like Mm -hmm. I'm talking about years. We ended up working at a similar project together. Mm -hmm. And so when we saw each other, it was like, oh, shit, like, where you been at? And then we were together Monday through Friday for like months. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, does not compute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he shot his shot. And Mm -hmm. I remember feeling kind of sick to my stomach. Like, Mm -hmm. what about me? makes you think that I would be cool with that. Knowing how close me and this person, this were, person yeah. were, you mm-hmm. know, like, or are really. So, yeah, no, I yeah. don't think I'm wired that way. I just yeah. can't. And even if the feelings are crazy, it just, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think the feelings would be crazy. My yeah. brain just wouldn't allow it. <laughs> what about you, Asante? <clears throat> Uh, I'm not trying to personally date nobody's ex. Like, Mm-mm. I just already don't really want to interact with nobody's ex anyway. Like, if I see someone's ex out, when people are together, I'm really nice. But then when I see people's exes, I'm usually either nice and quickly passing or I pretend I don't know them no more. So I'm real, like, good about that. But if it happened to me, because I just don't see myself doing that to someone, but if it happened to me where someone was like, I, you know, I'm seeing one of your exes or something, I would definitely feel annoyed and feel some type of way about it, I guess, depending on who the ex would be. But um, I believe the exes are them lessons, too. And in my mind, if I learned that lesson, I really don't see why you feel like you need to learn a past lesson of mine. But that might be ego, too, or something. I don't know. But it's just a weird situation. It would just be weird for me. But I also would have to get over it. If y'all end up being together for a long-ass time, end up being happy, then, wow, that's good for y'all. But, so you would continue the friendship? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Your face Cause you just there said might be, Like there you might have be, to get over it If they at, were happy at, Well I said at some point So you know Maybe time would heal all So if not in that moment Then maybe after some time Yes Okay That's I mean It's you know how you saying? feel Yeah Cause I, I Cause I'm real bad at like Putting anybody on cutoff For like the rest of my life mode mm-hmm. So if somebody did something like that Like It would be inexcusable But I don't I don't feel like it would be like I don't want to talk to you. It depends on who the friend is because for most people, I don't think they would date any of the people I've dated. 
Like just looking at the, my past portfolio, I feel like that's anybody. That's true. That's a good. You know thing. what I'm thinking about? We're like all like very different. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So I, I I pray that that's just a trend that continues. <laughs> you know, just for everyone's sake. But I also wouldn't judge anyone in that situation because I understand people end up like you said. You know, the dick might get hard. The you know Jesus. the the cooch might tooch or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right. yeah, yeah. What about you? Well, for me, I think everybody, I don't know, I think that um, how many people listen to this show every week? Lots, right? Lots. And there's three in this room right now. And I think that all of you could stand in agreement uh, if they asked you if I would date someone, (laughs) you know, that my friends or, you know, this is just not, you already know. Does not compute. For me, it crosses several lines and I'll tell you why. Because I believe in the... um, I just believe in the sanctity of friendship. You know what I'm saying? And I don't believe that you, if we're friends, I shouldn't say you what you should or shouldn't do. Let me just speak about my experiences. So like, I don't look at people that my friends date through a lens. And y'all know that I'm a person who enjoys dating. I enjoy flirting. I enjoy meeting new people. I met the motherfucker today on the street and got the number. Hey. It was fine. Long, we'll talk. But anyway, like, (laughs) so... I like all that, but it's something that is not even a consideration. It's not a choice that I make. I just naturally don't even view the people that yeah. my friends Same. date, you know, yeah. through that even lens. Even if they're beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's not even a sexual. Yeah, don't go it's almost filter. like a, a, a family or like a, you know, it's, it's just, so it's not, it's not sexual for me at nope. all. At all. And I don't feel like it should be for them either. But I, it has happened to me where people who I have been and I'm like you in that regard, friend, when it doesn't have to be defined as a relationship for me to feel like I should be hands off. Right. If you have had a some sort of connection emotionally, if you've had um, if you all have been going back and forth, I'm a gay man. So things work a little bit differently within our community when it comes to dating and sex and all that kind of shit. And the the sheer. um the amount of people that are available for you is completely different. So a lot of times people do cross hairs. I've been doing this for a while and I ha- I don't. I, that's what I'm like. You know what I mean? So And I don't feel like relate. you have to. And I also feel like something is if we're friends and you later go on to try to date somebody that I dated, it just makes me have a trust issue because I feel like you were coveting, you know what I mean? My my partner or my date. While you were together. Whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And I have actually forgiven. There was someone um, who messed around with somebody. It's, it was a crazy, messy story, but one of my friends ended up messing around with somebody that they knew that I had dealt with. Mm. And the person that I had dealt with is who told me. Mm. And so I kept it jeeted and I'm like, you don't think I knew that? Like, I, that's on y'all at the end of the day, whatever, whatever. But then I went to my friend, like, this person came to me and told me this. You didn't. Mm-hmm. And so my issue is not even Damn. with the fact that it happened because that would have made me view both of you through the appropriate lens. But the fact that you didn't tell me when we talk about everything, that's what I, I can't have because therein lies the trust issue. Absolutely. So for me... It's not something that I struggle with. It's not something I have to work hard to maintain. It's a natural thing for me. I don't even look at my niggas niggas like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Um, And I don't feel like they have to either. I feel like it's someone out here for everyone. I feel like there's so many people in the world and who doesn't like new ass? (laughs) So I feel like why not just go after somebody else? It's a whole new sensation. Okay, So, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. I know this is a kind of not in relation to the April situation. It's mm-hmm. a little different. 
what if your friend pops up on the scene? They're like, you know, I've been dating someone for like, you know, months. Um, it was real new, so we didn't want to talk about it, or it was, you know, happening real fast. So we want to keep it a secret. And then they show up, and then it's like someone used to date. Mm-hmm. And, That's real. And, I actually was. And what if they that. didn't know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that could happen too. It absolutely could happen. Do you and bring it up? Yeah, I would. If it was somebody that I dated and messed around with or whatever, yeah, because I'm just, I would just keep it a buck. I'd be like, well, just, you know, if I would be like, listen, this is not a thing for me, but I feel like it's only fair that you know that before I knew you knew them and before we knew whatever the fuck, that's somebody I used to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Who that's hard. I would just tell because yeah. otherwise what you, how you going to look? When it comes when out. When it comes out. And you obviously knew. It's deceptive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a reason you didn't tell me that. And I don't trust you. That so happened I would to, just tell. That, happened, that actually happened to a homie of mine. He had been dating a girl. Um, I shouldn't even say dating. Even though people have different... Mm-hmm. Like, he was dealing with a girl. Dealing with a girl. They, like, hung out a couple times. Nothing deep. Nothing mm-hmm. serious. They even lost touch because it wasn't so serious. Mm-hmm. Like, someone stopped texting and then it just went away. A year or two later, he starts dealing with another girl. They get, like, serious. End up having a kid. At the baby shower, the other girl mm. from the mm-hmm. couple years prior walks in. And he was kind of like, what the fuck is she doing here? You mm-hmm. know? And then, whoop, two and two together. That's his girls, one of his girls, like, tightest homies who he just hadn't gotten an opportunity to, like, meet or wow. see. Because, you know, you have a lot of yeah, friends. Yeah. You're a significant other doesn't always meet everyone yeah. that's, right. like, in your life. Yeah. So, obviously, a baby shower is a big deal. So, she came and pulled up. And he said that the girl tried to front. Like, she didn't know who he was. Kind of the, you know, gave him that face. Yeah, to kind of deflect from, like, let's not do this type Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And he sort of put him in a weird position because he kind of wanted to be like... No, bitch, you know exactly who I am. Yeah, Yeah. like, let's not do that, number one. And we're clearly going to have to have a convo about it. But she legit acted like she didn't know who he was. And he had to remind her. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, totally... Well, I guess she was probably shook too. Like, oh no, like yeah. they're having a kid. But you know what? That says a lot about that person, about her to me. Mm. Because at that point, literally no one had done anything wrong. No one was right. at fault. Nobody had disrespected no one knew. anybody. Right. right. It's innocent at that point. Yeah. And so you don't have, although it may be a bit awkward moving forward, fuck, there's yeah. nothing to like be secretive about. Yeah. And once you do that, you know what I'm saying? And the sooner you reveal it, once you know what's happening, I think that that would have been better. But I've also never been in that position. So I don't, I mean, I I feel me knowing me and my value system that I would have had to say something. As much as that would have sucked, I would have to be like, girl, this is going to sound insane, but I just have to let you know that mm-hmm. me and him used to talk. Not saying it to be crazy, but and just I don't saying want it because to do I want with you him. to just know. It's only fair that you know. And that's tough though. It's okay. very tough, but that's where maturity comes into right. play. And that's on both also your parts. and on that's both. also where you lean on how much that relationship is worth to you. That because too. that's where you find the strength to to have the tough conversation. You know, and also you haven't done anything wrong. So mm-hmm. why not be honest? Now I will say this. I've had like one night stands with people, you know what I'm saying? And been introduced to them and just not said nothing. 
Dustin, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it just, it's just been our business. And like, I don't, neither one of us felt like, And then you how know, do you explain that too? Because then someone's like, oh, how do you know each other? You don't there's just nothing say to say. There's nothing right. to say. You know what I mean? And it's, thank God it's never been in a, in a case where one of my close friends was dating this person. But I've been in groups and people have been like, you know, oh, this is, you know, who I'm talking to or this is who I'm dating or whatever. You know, we might have had it, you know, we might have went down the street together, you know, a time or two before, you know what I'm saying? You just Not be like, oh, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? You keep it moving because it's just inconsequential. I feel you. But when it's a close friend like that or something like that, you, you know what I mean? Front. You can't. A baby shower and plus. He says she literally looked at him like, don't. That means she a real hoe. She know who Shirley Murdoch is. <laughs> Okay, so I also want to know what you would do if the sh- if you were the other person. So, like, let's say you the one at the baby the shower. One. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And you already have hormones out yeah. the ass. That was probably really rough. Because that would make me look at the, um part, you know, the baby day. Like, okay, thank you for that. But it would make me look at the girl like, well, what the hell was you? Like, like why didn't you tell me? But also, do you tell a pregnant woman while she's pregnant or do you wait? If y'all are really friends... I would be able to say to you if I was a girl and you know that's what went down yeah. or whatever. I would be I very I would be able to say to you, friend. I would we're be like just that close. I'd be like, friend, just because I would not <laughs> want you, I wouldn't want nobody talking over your head, having no secrets that's over you. That's one fucked too. up. You yeah. don't put your friend in that position. You just don't do that. You yeah. know, a bitch on the street, maybe like whatever, you know, <laughs> nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I have okay. Here's another scenario because it's levels to this shit. Okay. How about your friend's partner reaches out to you trying to shoot their shot on the low? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pass. That is the worst. That's happened to me where they literally like DM'd me and I didn't know what to do because I know the friend in particular that they're with is so sensitive. I was like, she's going to rage and you know how sometimes you don't even know who she's going to rage at? So I was like, I just got to tell her. And that was the worst because it was like, damn, why did I get put in this situation? Right. And you were literally put in it. Like, put you, in you it. You didn't put yourself like, in it. Shocked. Like, That's happened to me before. I've had my um I've had I've been sitting at dinner tables before and had my leg rubbed on. Dustin's oh, I've been That's like people much. people still playing footsies in 2019. All that kind wow. of stuff has happened to me before. And because people assume that I'm like this hypersexual person and this playboy and shit, I get tried a lot in that way by like people's like partners type vibe. That's like wild. a lot. And the thing about it is that's Do where... Do you say something every time? Well, no, because you know what? Number one, it depends on who it is again. Right. And number two, it also is where you have to kind of lean on your maturity and what you know about life in that moment. At this stage in my life, depending on who the person is, yes, I would let them know. Depending on who the person is, no, I may not let them know. Right. But I always handle my business on my end Mm. because I feel like I'm the person who can make sure that it literally goes nowhere. Nowhere, And also, you got to remember, like, I'm gay, so these are niggas. So there's another dynamic there where I feel like you have now tried me because you have, you know, you go on with my friend mm-hmm. and you feel like you want to fuck on me or grab my privates or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you try, you feel like you can get away with that. So now I have to check you mm. for assuming <laughs> that I'm with the disrespectful shit or that I'm low down like that or whatever. And I've checked several people. 
literally about three weeks ago, me and Fury was at a party mm -hmm. and somebody that that whole scenario you just described happened to me. Wow, bro. I know a lot about their relationship. I know a lot about their relationship. I would crumble. You know what I'm saying? I would turn into ashes. If you look over at your partner, you see them like playing footsie. Like what? You what? know what I did? I grabbed this person's arm and I was like, come here. And I grab I put them in like my arm and I started whispering in their ear. And I told them, like, don't you ever motherfucking try me like that again <laughs> in your life. Like, you know exactly who I am to your whatever, whatever. And but I just broke it all the way down. Like, What'd and at say? that point, you disrespecting me. I don't want to have to beat your ass up in here. So don't ever do that to me again. Boom, boom, boom. And it's not my place to go say anything. Mm -hmm. I handle myself. Because, mm -hmm. see, that person is going to do that same thing again and again with whoever they want to. And it's not up to me to interrupt whatever they got going on. Because guess what else? Your friend might even know the person is like that. To me, you can only govern yourself. So mm. I just make sure. And I know I'm not about to sleep with none of my friends, niggas. I know Never. I'm not about to do. I'm just I'm just not going to do it's that. It's not even a thing. So I can shut it completely down. And then y'all can handle your relationship on your own. Because people are sensitive about that kind of shit. And that's what I was going to ask when you said it depends on the person. Do you mean it depends on how close you are to the person exactly or it depends I mean. on their personality? It depends on how close I am to the person because okay. I'm just not going to violate one of my close friends like that by withholding, you know what I'm saying, information like that. Yeah. But again, it's, it, I guess it is a case by case basis because some of your friends may be in these tumultuous, you know, ridiculously volatile relationships going back and forth. And it may be completely inconsequential for you to share that information with them or not. Me, it wouldn't necessarily be about their relationship. It would be about my friendship. And I don't ever want none of my friends feeling like, you know, integrity in friendships is a huge thing it's for everything, me. everything, yeah. Huge. Anybody knows me knows that. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just would not, it's a personal code, you know what I mean, that I govern myself by. I just wouldn't do that to one of my friends. So. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said that. It's tricky because a friend of mine that their partner DM'd me. Mm-hmm. It was hard because I was like, God, I just don't want to have this conversation. Like, I hated that I was even a part of it. But I told her and it really bothered me because one of their first questions was, why did he feel comfortable DMing you? Bitch, you need to and see that right wow. then. That's when you'd be like. And, you know, but this is the thing. Low key, it's a fair question, but it's also but like, it's not a question damn. to you. It's not a question to you. Right. Because anyone who's my friend, like you guys know anybody who's like my friend friend, that is not even something that will cross your mind. Right. I'm no. just not wired that way. I don't even be paying attention to people's significant others right. in that way. Like, right. so I was like, that's her hurt talking. So I was like, I'm not going to take it personal. She just got hit with a fucking hammer. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I like, kind of you know let it slide but I was really hurt because I'm like damn that sucks that you think I would even make him comfortable enough to DM me like why would you not question him first because yeah, he sent the DM like why are you even asking me anything mm -hmm. you know like you shouldn't have asked me anything you should have been like thank you girl you I need got to be this. kissing my ass <laughs> right. because I could have let him do it <laughs> that's it how about that? Since you want to be a How bitch, you know what I'm saying? To ask me why he felt comfortable. Ask him why he felt comfortable because you and I have been friends. Right. And so I mean, like, you know how I'm friends. cut. Yeah. But that was 
That was it, but I will say I'll give it to her. She came back around. Okay, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and she apologized. She oh, was like, really that was really shitty of me. But honestly, I was like so shocked and embarrassed that it was like a reflex to be like, well, what'd you do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. When you are hit with info like that, sometimes you don't even know what to think, what to say. And honestly, happening. you look cuter in the end anyway because you was on by like, oh girl, it's no big deal, girl. Like, it's fine, you mad. <laughs> but you now imagine right? I have to be around them sometimes and it's like... The couple? They still together? Yep, and that's the other thing. I was going to ask. When you say it and then they're still together so yep. now you're like, hey, hey guys. <laughs> and also, if you were the person, would you want to know and do you think you would stay? If my friend, if, if my partner hit my feet, yeah, I would if, want, you'd have to tell me I that. Know I don't have me out here me. looking crazy. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, like you said, that your friend, she seemed like she wasn't trying to hear it. Like, yeah, in I that mean, moment, yeah. you know. Because there are some people, that I guess, they... through it or whatever. I don't I know. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Okay? I absolutely want to know. I want to know that someone has me out here looking crazy. Yes. Mm. I want to know. And, and will I stay with them? No. You send a DM to my friend. <laughs> that means you really don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> it's just, you That's know what I mean? That's so terrible. On so many levels. Oh, my awful. God. In oh. fact, you and your friend should jump the motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you're Because he really went after I both of y'all. I set him up and then turned it into a YouTube stupid, prank you know video. What I'm saying? It's awful. <laughs> no, but I just, I feel like this happens a lot, especially today. Especially as fucked up as the dating scene is for everybody, as small as the pool is getting for everybody. It's only, I just feel like it's inevitable that you're going to cross hairs with someone at some point. And I feel like it is (laughs) of great service to yourself if you kind of, you know, manage this, the possibility of this happening ahead of time. If you really kind of identify your personal policies you really kind of have conversations with your friends like, hey, you know, just bring up the show just to see where their head is at, whatever. So you can kind of prepare yourself. This is something people need to think about because if it happens, it can be really, really ugly. Like, and have really you seen ugly. those Facebook posts? You know how Twitter be making oh, them Lord. terrible ass Facebook posts go viral where people's moms sleeping with their boyfriends. Yeah, now that, and at that point. That's where I'm like, wow, man. I know, like, I can't even imagine people's siblings sleeping with each other's significant others. Wow. Who was it? There was a celebrity. The Jacksons. The Jacksons? Is it Jermaine? Two of the Jacksons, either Tito and Jermaine or something like that, they have kids by the same woman. She was married to, the two of the brothers were married to the same lady. Yeah. Wow. Their kids is, is siblings and cousins. Wow. At the same damn time. I think, okay, I hope I'm not. This may be misinformation or it may not, but I feel like it's Joe Biden's child. Really? Yeah, it's like he he recently lost, I swear he did lose a child. He Mm -hmm. lost a son. Mm -hmm. His son's widow got close to the other son because they were grieving and then they ended up dating. That's fucked up. And I remember reading that and being like, wow, that's like so many levels of hurt. Wow. But you know, humans are gonna human. What you gonna do? That's a, and that's another conversation. Then, like, what happens in the case of death? Because I've also oh, seen is that, is that a boundary? <laughs> that's another. I'm telling you, I have seen. I remember when I was little, when my aunt died. There were people in the church environment 
who went after my uncle, who set up in that in the environment weekly, Stop. knew my aunt, knew what was going on with her health, knew all that stuff. And the moment he became single, they went after him. Oh my God. And to this day, I was 16 years old. And to this day, I remember, I still feel the same sense of like betrayal and shit that of I course. felt as a child. I couldn't really process all those, you know, feelings and understand what was going on, but I knew something wasn't right. I knew that was fucked up. Right. And so that happens a lot, especially within organized religion and those sort of environments. A bitch will be sitting up in there and building with you every Sunday saying praise him and shaking the tambourine. Wow. And the minute you going up to yonder, they going up under your <laughs> nigga. Like that shit, it happens all the time. The church is notorious for that kind of stuff. I've seen it in like TV shows and movies, but I've never experienced it. I've seen that. it happen in life. Bro, they didn't even wait. Mm-mm. Soon as I remember that, like it was a, it was very, very tricky too because my cousin saw that shit too. And so these were people that my cousin saw interact with his mom. You oh, know what I'm no, saying? That and shit like been. that. Yeah. And even people within the family were hooking their friends up, trying to put their friends on and shit. It was just really fucked up. And it, I learned very early on that people like sex, dick, pussy, ass, you know, earlobes, whatever your thing is. Like people, it just, it is the thing that makes people do the things. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Wow. So get your policies together. Figure out. <laughs> figure it out. That. Figure it out. Get your personal policies together. <laughs> and have these conversations so that you can get ahead of it. That's the it title of the episode. Yeah. Get your personal policies. <laughs> get your policies together. Okay. Get your policies together. Yeah. So okay. That was great. Wild card episode. That you guys. was. That was a good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Very <laughs> Thank juicy. You, Justin Ross. So delicious. No problem. And I believe coming up next is. A better way to get birth control is finally here with Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life. They make birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Whether you're brand new to birth control or you're just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile, then a doctor reviews it and writes a script. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you, including the patch or the ring. Your birth control then ships to your door monthly. No more waiting rooms, no more pharmacy lines, and no interruptions. Simple Health isn't a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor, but they make birth control accessible for all women. It's free with most insurance plans, and it starts at $15 a month without insurance. Now, let me tell you something. I've been having sex for a long time, okay? And it wasn't always with people who couldn't have no baby. So I, too, have been uh, a person who has been impacted by the availability of birth control Mm. and the accessibility of birth control and all of those things. So I understand the importance of it. I didn't want no damn babies. I didn't want no babies. Still don't. So And and, and never, no, and shan't. So something like this, something like what Simple Health offers that takes away a lot of the things that uh, hinder people from going after birth control when they really could use it is really something to be thankful for. So shout out to Simple Health and don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash friendzone or enter code friendzone at checkout. That's simplehealth.com slash friendzone or code friendzone. Birth control, Simple Health. Fall is all about getting back into a groove after a busy summer. 
This year, set bigger goals and feel more accomplished with the Peloton Tread. Add miles and build strength all without the commute to and from the gym. This is not another treadmill. The New York Times says the Peloton Tread is like having a personal trainer come to your house whenever you'd like. Runner's World calls it a gorgeous, hip NYC gym in the comfort of your own home and a go-to training tool. Uh, I want to give a very special shout out to Opal Rose. First of all, isn't that a really That's dope a name? Really nice name. Um, she was at the Peloton Christopher Street Peloton Christopher Street location. Um, it's a really dope showroom, and they have some classes there. Um, if you want to, you know, do the classes in the place, but if you like to do it at home, the studio, the treadmill looks great. It's bomb. It's really convenient. Every time you log on, you can get a video, and it'll be a different experience. You don't have to just do the same workout every time. So there's always going to be like guest trainers. And it's always really, really fun. And I think that's really dope because you have these places that will sell you these equipment and nothing really go with it. Just kind of these random like numbers you can input, but with these interactive videos and it's kind of like you're there in these sessions. It's so it's, high tech. It's, it's cool. so bomb. I actually want one for my house. Yeah, because you can literally... I wish I had It's like you're literally it. outside, but you don't have to actually go outside. Mm. So it's the most convenient thing that anybody can offer. And it's healthy. Okay, right. don't you want to get fit without having to go get fit by staying in and getting fit? Okay. Shout out to Peloton. Yes, Peloton. So you can discover the immersive and challenging total body training you can get from Peloton Tread. Peloton is offering listeners a limited time offer. Go to onepeloton.com and use the code FRIENDZONE to get $100 off accessories with the purchase of a tread. P-E-L-O-T-O-N. The wellness segment. So let's bring in the wind chimes. So on this week's episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to flip it, something fresh for y'all. So we are going to have kind of like an interlude on an album. Oh. Oh, a little bit of music therapy for you guys. Are you about to do like a hood rat talking skit or one of those type of interludes? No, not that kind. It's going to be something a little little more special. (laughs) So Claude Kelly and (laughs) Chuck Harmony are in the studio. We in here. Louis York. (laughs) Legends only. You blessed us with your presence. Had to. Had to get blessed by y'all's presence. (laughs) This is family right here. Oh, I love you guys. First of all, you look amazing. As always. You smell like wealth. My favorite That's smell. My favorite smell. Like smell. <laughs> oh man! No, honestly, you guys look great, and yes. I can see that this album is about to be something because yes. I can read it on your faces. Oh yes, yeah, we've been working. Oh hard. yeah, I know. So, yeah. talk to us a little bit about what we can expect with the album first okay, okay. before I ask anything else. Well, the album is called American Griots. Mm. Love that. And, you know, a griot was as a West African storyteller, musician, poet that traveled from town to town telling stories, which is kind of what we do. Mm. I was going to say, so y'all. Right. So <laughs> it, it, felt, it felt like us. And the American part is like just reclaiming it. So it's for us, but it's also for our peers to be like, yo, this is more than just looking hot and doing fun stuff. It's, it's a calling. And like you, when, you, when you tour, when you put out music, when you, when you speak for yourself in this musical way, it should be a meaningful thing. Mm. So uh, that's the spiritual part of it, mm. but the music is also fire. <laughs> I mean, if you're involved, we already know. Yeah, no, it's, okay. it's fire. So I mean, we just poured our heart into it, and y'all know us. So like, y'all know. I think people online see the ups, but y'all know the downs too, mm-hmm. and the lessons. So we we weren't shy. We put all that in there. It's 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 a lessons from a lot of fuck ups, right. a lot of wins, and and a lot of lost friends and lost loves and lost money. 
and all that stuff. That's what really, that's the real. Yeah, mm. giving us the blueprint. Yeah, and you come out hopefully better. So the American Griot's album is us coming out better. And give us the info. When is that dropping? It drops October 18th. Hey, 1018, hey, baby. Soon, it's soon. Be it's a soon. weirdo workshop record. It's soon. It's soon. Hey. Hey. All records. the visuals records. alone, every single photo I've seen, every look, the styling, the creative direction is you so fashion, Dustin. Oh my God. You know I want that red shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. But I, I just, I can't wait. I'm so excited and so grateful that y'all are here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to let people know. So y'all, you know, I just want you to know they sit down melodically. <laughs> Everything they do is musical. They sit down. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like, damn. Okay. I can't it's take great, you. Oh my God. I wish it was that smooth. Yeah. Uh, nah, but I mean, truth be told, how this happened was, I mean, y'all are our people. I hit up friend and I was like, yo, because we, we're obviously we're fans of, we listen to friends on all the time. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. Thanks. And learn stuff every time. So we know wellness is a big part. So music therapy means something. Absolutely. It's important. So we're like, what if we just come in and give y'all a little, a little musical wellness live? We were like, okay. yes. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please. Well, why not? Why we are not? in a studio, are we not? Oh, okay, perfect <laughs> place. Piano, there are piano. begging hands. Come on. <laughs> you know begging hands. So, so set us up. So, all right, what are so, we about to what are we about to experience? What are we about to experience is the question. So basically, this is a song that's on the album. Uh it hasn't been released at all. We uh we do it live. We've been doing it live for a couple couple weeks, a couple shows, just because it's one of the ones that pulls at the heartstrings. Mm. And really the song is about making the most of every single second because tomorrow wasn't promised. That's a, that's a common theme for us. The song is called How Will I Feel? Mm. And, and it, <laughs> wow, the timing. <laughs> oh, God. And, and this chorus is simple. It's just how will I feel in, in the morning if I don't go? Oh. Wow, Claude, oh. okay. Oh. All right. Hopefully that's, good that's, again. That's, that's, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> out the game, nah, huh? nah, but listen, it's a question about, it's a question about uh, relationships, mm-hmm. about job opportunities, mm-hmm. about friendships, about making that, like betting on yourself. Showing up. Yeah. Like my mom used to always say, no one's going to knock on your door and, and, just, and guess that there's a great musician there. You got to put yourself out there. Damn, Claude. <laughs> so this song is, a, is, you know, we always try to tuck lessons in our music. Right. So... The brilliance of Chuck Harmony. You know, oh, you'll man. hear the recorded Thank version. You. Thank you, guys. <laughs> but you'll hear him in a few seconds on piano and you'll know what's up. But, you know, I mean, Chuck, you also speak on it because. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a, it's it's one of those ones on the album. Just that, that special one. We make sure we took our time and, and produced it right. We make sure all the lyrics were right. So. This the this the one. This the one my mom gonna be proud of. Oh, <laughs> and if you feel it, the question. I mean, we if the question is straight straight up, how will I feel in the morning if I don't go? All we want people to remember from our music is these little life lessons. So if you don't catch the clothing, you don't catch anything else. Like hopefully that will ring in your head when you're deciding to do something or not do something, and either keep you out of trouble or push you forward in a way that'll. You know, I want people to be reaching back out to y'all and being like, "Yo, I heard that song and I heard what y'all were talking about." And I got that job, or I shot my shot, and oh, I'm in love bit. now. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I got playing. laid last I'm night. I'm just playing. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. <laughs> Shout out the song gets you laid tonight. <laughs> nah, but yeah, it's, it's just us, you know, this, this is how we meditate. So we want to bring y'all in that. So I hope y'all enjoy Come on, this. active meditation. I'm active so meditation. excited. Yeah. Thank you guys for blessing us. We love you yes. so much. Yeah. This we, we is a sneak peek. A sneak peek. No one has heard this. No one. 
and you made it just for us. This 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 is a special one time acoustic performance Ooh. for the friend zone live, friend zone. live. in the studio in for New York hours. City. New York City. How Lewis blessed York, are we? I can't even take the it. friend zone. I'm not even pulling my camera phone out. I just want to <laughs> feel. Just yeah, feel. Just yeah. Feel. How will I feel? Enjoy.
Now, how amazing was that listening to Louis York? Wow. Loki, that was a Music Man segment segue, but that was kind of it. I mean, I want the man. audience to be able to marinate and reflect on that. They had just, I don't need, I'm literally speechless. I'm like tongue tied. But hopefully, that was a nice musical break for those of you listening, whether you're driving, whether you're at the office, whether you're at home, however bed, it is in the bed, shitting in the bathroom, whatever it was. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed so it. Yeah. I just laughed on the toilet when you said that. And it's a perfect segue. To Mr. Music Man. Mm-hmm. What you got for us this week, hey, I, I told you that's the joint. I want people to really marinate on that. I want them to go out and support Lewis York. I was low-key a little salty when they said that they had performed this song already, but you know, they redeemed themselves. They brought <laughs> the exclusive the acoustics. So, right. Yeah, I just want to get into more of that. But I'm gonna let you guys talk about what you've been listening to because I know you guys have things that you probably want to share, people want to talk about. So, Dustin Ross, I'm going to start with you. What have you been listening to Dustin lately? Ross. Well, first things first, I like to drop a little historical fact in this segment. I haven't done it in a minute. Haven't done it in a minute. Yes. <laughs> but it's time I do it. And so this week, I want to highlight the fact that 11 years ago, Jasmine Sullivan's Fearless album came out. Wow. 11? Wow. 11. Or as I like to call it, 11. 11 years ago, <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan's Fearless album came out. Uh, do you guys have you first of all everybody here has heard that album yeah. correct I was about to say can you name me some of the uh, name ones on Fearless oh yeah I can definitely do that I can definitely do that because it's that Lions, Tigers and Bears I can or definitely that that? do that it's absolutely Lions, Tigers and Bears okay back when I did YouTube videos that was my intro song the Lions, Fearless Tigers, is an album that actually was populated by a track list Consisting of the songs that will come up as soon as the goddamn Wi-Fi you know you works. Get off the Wi-Fi. I'm trying to stretch it out. The what Wi-Fi the fuck, man? They not. do this shit to me every goddamn week. This <laughs> shit don't work, and don't and don't cut it out, Ty. Leave this shit in because they need a stronger signal. Yes, it's holding me I up. I can't even pull is. up the motherfucking track list. I just sat here and got mad. Terrible. It's always damn, so man. It's always a buster. I hate it. <laughs> oh my god, and it still ain't working. So well, what, well, what anybody else I was fuck say, it. The album was great. It came out 11 years ago. Jasmine Sullivan is a great vocalist and you know what songs she came out with. You know why they were great. You know where this album lies in her catalog. Revisit it and tell us what songs you love. Oh my god. Album. How could we how could, first of all, I just have to say excuse me because how could I forget? It is the Lions, Tigers and Bears album, but it's the album with uh Buster Windows which was really the one that was putting her and people uh, putting her on the map for the people that was late to the party because, you know, she'd been around for a minute. But Need You Bad, Call Me Guilty, Oh My God, Dream Big. <laughs> I gotta dream big. That was one of my intro songs on my YouTube channel when I was moving to New York because I always chose some random uh, Jasmine Sullivan song for whatever the chapter was. Wow, you really took me back. Thank you very much for that historical message. The first time I heard Lions, Tigers, and Bears, that's the song that made me fall in love with Jasmine Sullivan and her voice. Right? And the first time I heard that song, I was in the car. One of my friends had moved to Pennsylvania. I was living in Michigan at the time. And we drove to Pennsylvania because he had gotten a job there. And we heard that song. We almost got in a car accident. Wow, we really? We was tripping. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that shit. song was incredible. Like, I had never heard that. Doom, doom, doom. With yes. all them strings. You know mm-hmm. what kind of shit I like. And that vocal, that <laughs> okay. rasp. That's right up my alley, my y'all. Voice. And you Just know what? The incredible tie-in is that Chuck Harmony produced Forever Don't Last. See? 
which was a massive record. That was actually my favorite song yes. on that album. So the fact that he produced it, I was like, of course you did. Wow. <laughs> of course you shout did. Shout out to Chuck Harmony, so the best song. Shout out song. to Chuck Harmony, half of Lewis York, who you guys just listened to. So, you know, it was extra crazy. My listen lately is Jasmine Sullivan. Wow. That's really weird, though. That was amazing. It's a Jasmine Sullivan music segment today. So Jasmine Sullivan has a song with this artist. Have you ever heard of this artist named Kindness? Mm -mm. Sound like a gospel artist. (laughs) I thought about the kind. Isn't that a dope-ass name, though? Mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been my artist name. I'm Kindness. I'm Kindness. I'm going to have a daughter named Kindness. Isn't that great? Kindness! It's just swag. So, um, <laughs> Kindness and Jasmine Sullivan, this is a project that, when did it drop? It actually just dropped September 6th, so okay. very recently. That's why I'm like bugged out that you brought up That's Jasmine crazy. Sullivan. Yeah. Like, That's I crazy. Literally had this in my head. So, it's a project called Something Like a War by Kindness, and then it's featuring Jasmine Sullivan. And the song that I want to play is called Hard to Believe, and this is how it goes. I'm. I just downloaded the whole project. <laughs> Yo, that project is amazing. Kindness produced the shit out of that project. I love it. It sounds like kitchen prep music. <laughs> I would have cut the shit out of my vegetables today. There's a track with Robin on there, and there's a lot of the features are like out of this world. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Robin's on it. Um, Bahamadia. Where the fuck she been? Bahamadia. Wow. You know what? We gotta give love to Bahamadia. We gotta give love Come to Bahamadia. On, Cause look, look at how she comes in. Shout out to Bahamadia. <laughs> Then it started, I mean the games, the blame, derogatory name, the dream, the narcissist in them, I couldn't tame. Attempted to tackle, scrambled the brain, tried, turned blind, out with excuses, it got strange. Still got it. Wow. She should have been in the clips. <laughs> Bahamadia should have had her second coming in the clips. Can you imagine her and Pusha T rapping together? Yo, Bahamadia still got it. Hell yeah, she still got it. You know what's crazy? I had let the album play and I didn't check the track listing. I was just like, you know, let me just fill it out. I was in my house. And then when Bahamadia's voice, I literally looked at the computer like, what? Am I tripping? Is this the same project? But this project, like I said, is called Something Like a War. And it's just great. My other my other favorite on it is called No New Lies. And Mark it is, Phaedra. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. She doing both. <laughs> Lying ass Phaedra. You see she took her motherfucking ass on marriage boot camp. 
No. With Claudia's ex boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> Claudia's ex boyfriend, Medina. Uh, Medina Islam. His name's Medina? Islam, wow. baby. Is going with um, on marriage boot camp with Phaedra. Now, I don't know how much of a relationship they in, but I, they damn sure ain't in no marriage. But and wasn't was Claudia were Claudia and Phaedra friends? Hell no. Oh, I was like, oh my god, this ties right. into the hot wow. butt. <laughs> Hell, fuck no. <laughs> anyway, go on. That's go on. it. I'm gonna just leave it at this project because yeah, we should get Bahamadia to jump on uh, Phaedra. <laughs> Bahamadia would. Bah- can you imagine Bahamadia whooping Phaedra ass? <laughs> Yes. On World Star. <laughs> World Star. You are so bad. <laughs> Pedro, what you doing, bitch? I'm with your ass. <laughs> okay. Well, the real reason I'm foregoing the Music Man segment is because I lost my voice uh, hanging out this weekend. Uh, I got to go with Crystal to see Lizzo perform. Oh, so um, cute. Ari Lennox opened for I was yelling the and entire time. Amazing. And she looked great. They were both amazing acts. It was a, a dope show. And then um, yesterday, uh, the next day, I went to go see TLC. That's so crazy. I didn't even yeah. know they're like... They're on tour, so it's Ad Week in New York, mm-hmm. and because they I don't, they didn't do any like new music, but it's Ad Week in New York, so they were like, there's a bunch of events going on, and so TLC was performing um, for the Futurist Female Reception, where Got they were giving you. out awards. So yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, it was really really dope to see T Boz and Chili, and I actually think I caught T Boz voice <laughs> from yelling so loud and singing all of the words and trying not to die on the scaffolding because it was amazing being up there and it was open bar. So, you know, we was, I, uh, I was with Mandy. Shout out to Mandy for uh, putting your boy Lit. on. So we was there getting fucked up, um, singing all the words. Oh, and you know what? And that's special because who knows when you're going to see them again. Who knows? That's why for, you know, for me too, I was like, I like, it's like I stumbled upon this secret. <laughs> so I just felt like really blessed. But um, two random things I guess I'll play for you. Really fast, I know, uh, shout out to Bridget Kelly. Um, friend, you put Bridget Kelly's name in my ear. Like, you and uh, you and Mandy, actually, because she was just on their show. But I was listening to That's old Bridget boot. Kelly. And, you know, she put out that project last year, Reality Bites. Mm-hmm. I had to revisit it because there was a song on there, and this is on my smokers list, and it came on the other day. And so, friend, I just want to play this for you. Just because, and, and this is something special for you, Okay. Uh, this is called Something It's featuring Chaz French mm. So shout out to y'all If y'all haven't heard it But this is our Bridget Kelly's Reality Bites If you haven't listened Go check it out But also make sure You go check out Bridget Kelly's new project The Great Escape EP But uh, this is Something Maybe we could Blow some trees Something Take a trip Go overseas Something Let the top down Feel the breeze Something Got it all, baby, if you ever need something Maybe we could blow some trees, something Take a trip, go overseas, something So yeah, I wanted to play that. I love her voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially after seeing her on uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Sometimes when you see people on TV, they don't put out music no more, or the music quality goes down. But I remember Reality Bites coming out and being like, "Damn, she's still putting like really good shit out." So I wanted to talk about her for just a second. And And she's performing in New York. Yes, uh, today I guess by the time. Well, yeah, by the time you guys listen to tonight, (laughs) right? Um, What's the name? of the venue. Damn, and I just knew it and I thought about the other one. 
Uh, hold on. Let me look because I was gonna get like I have this information in my wallet, but I didn't put it in my you know the Apple Wallet. Yeah, that thing is just I so annoying. I use it, but I have too many of the plane ticket things stuck in there, so it makes it hard for me to go to my other stuff. I'll definitely be at the show. I know Mandy said she was going. I'm gonna Dustin, be there with y'all tomorrow, tomorrow night. Well, though tonight. Tomorrow night. <laughs> Not we'll gonna be, be able to do it. Can you do it? I'm not gonna be able to do it. I, I want to though. It's nothing against her. No, I'm excited because I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen Bridget perform. I've seen her live twice. I don't think I've seen her live, so it's gonna be a treat. Start to Reality excited. Bites. It sounds like a Halloween version of Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> reality Bites. Fine. Justin Ross. That was a hell of a description. You found it. No, I didn't because I pulled up. Uh, well, the people know where to look up. They know yeah. how to Google their name now. Yeah, I mean, you can go on her Instagram, actually. I'll just do it now. Oh. So she is performing at Rockwood Music Hall at 196 Allen Street. Um, That's Wednesday, September 25th, when you're probably listening to this episode. And it'll be at 9 p.m. And tickets are $15. And Asante and I and Mandy of Horrible Decisions will be front and center. So you know, see Bridget Kelly, y'all. See Bridget Kelly. Shout out to the homie. We're very excited about that. Bridget Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. That's really it. Outside of that, I've been uh, just jamming out and I will play you my last song and we can go on a TV land. And it's, this is Saucy Santana's Welcome Like a Dog. Hello. Hello. Boy, what you want? Man, I'm trying to come through, man. Uh uh-huh, I'm at the studio. What's up? And I'm trying to get that pussy, man. Well, I'm gonna call you when I leave here. Have my motherfucking money. Man. And tell your tired ass baby mama, stop calling my motherfucking phone. Yeah, all right. Dog is If it's baby mama, I can pay you. Walk him like a dog. Walk him like a dog, sis. Walk him like a dog. Oh, boy, but trying to regulate it. Walk him like a dog. Walk him like a dog, sis. Walk him like a dog. Mama nigga, pocket second, baby. Walk him like a dog. Walk him like a dog, sis. Walk him like a dog. Fucking dirty hoes, good Walk them like a dog. Walk them like a dog, sis. Walk them like a dog. Do that is, baby, stick it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, I don't clean up, you know. That was Saucy Santana. Carisha, please! I yeah. love that y'all know the words. <laughs> I mean, listen, a bop is a bop. A bop is a bop. Is there a video? Yes, there is. <laughs> and and the video goes. And as a matter of fact, at the end of the video, there's a preview for another single. So there better be a visual for the next single. Come Saucy on. Saucy Santana better become a thing. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm that with was it. dope. Okay, Welcome Like a Dog. Sister. Walk Like a Dog. That's well, it for me. The only music, song man. I want to play is by Partisan Fontaine. Oh. oh. It's my new jam. Okay. I, first of all, I am not mentioning any more crushes on this show. Do you know they were on his IG? Oh, no. <laughs> Talking about, hey, friends. Hey, friend. Hey, said, hey, big head. Oh. <laughs> Under his picture. Uh, they trying to make it happen, friend. Y'all I'm trying to make you. it hot is what's happening. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Okay. <laughs> well, like, he oh, makes no, great music. If he does, he does. <laughs> and he's really great live. Really so great he has live. a song. Seen him at Grits and Biscuits. Maybe this <laughs> is the link. Mm. This might mean it's meant to be. Guess what the name of the song is? What is it? Shea Butter. <laughs> you ready? Shea Butter by Partisan Fontaine. <laughs> I said I'm black, black, like the nigga that's in Blade Runner, my bitch. Smell like Tresemme and Shea Butter, she bad. Nigga, I can stay away from her. If she try to block me, get a new phone or change. Ain't no pussy in the pen, I can't do just sound. Lady love a nigga, I'm the new LL. About to run this whole shit, nigga, you can't tell. I'ma hit him up style, nigga, blue can't trap. I said I'm black.
Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to give y'all a little bop real quick. You that know what I'm dope. saying? Tresemme and Shea Butter. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, that's it. Uh, come. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> here y'all go. <laughs> Oh my God. No cameras in here. That was so cute just now. (laughs) (laughs) That last little part of y'all looking back like. (laughs) 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 That was so cute. Sesame and shea butter. (laughs) (laughs) With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you'll get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, HelloFresh gives you everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. So you can finally say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and take out, whew, my biggest problem. HelloFresh offers something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menus, series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. It's so flexible. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and even skip a week whenever you need to. Or you can even add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Mm. I have found cooking to be harder and harder and more challenging the older I'm getting Mm -hmm. because I have less time to actually do it. And by the time I'm home, the last thing I want to do is be in the kitchen (laughs) cooking and then washing dishes and then cleaning the kitchen down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just don't really have the energy for that. I'd rather, when I get home order something, uh, and then go to sleep. But with HelloFresh, it gives me the best of both worlds. It's already sourced. It's already planned out for you. Mm. All you have to do is give at least 15, 20 minutes of cooking time. And before you know it, you have a meal. And it's healthy. Hello. And it's right there at your door. So HelloFresh, you guys. Have you guys been... Oh yeah, because you know they keep sending us boxes. Yes, <laughs> I love cooking them little burgers. The tacos was bomb. The tacos are so and good. They oh all my just God, look so good. So delicious. Everything right? looks so good too when you make it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I made. You that. feel like a chef, chef. I do. Like I don't feel embarrassed because <laughs> you see, log on to Twitter and be like, oh, why did they put that plate up there? And I would never put a plate up there. But my Hello Fresh be looking like, oh, I could put a plate up there if I really wanted to. Competing with Jade. Oh, okay. okay. So mm. for eighty dollars off your first month of Hello Fresh, go to hellofresh.com. Friendzone 80 and enter code Friendzone 80. That's like receiving eight meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com hey. Friendzone 80. And don't forget to enter Friendzone 80 at checkout. Happy eating. I want some. Anyway, so segueing from that visual <laughs> yes. on into yeah, something favorite. else visual, which is television. <laughs> Come on, Dustin Ross. Uh, really quickly, just got a couple of things to talk about. So this week, in TV land, we're going to talk very quickly about Married to Medicine, specifically Quad. I ain't got time to talk about all them ladies, but just Quad, she can get a minute. <sighs> Y'all know I support Quad. Quad is a season one OG for Married to Medicine. She's <laughs> the first person to remain on the show She's the first person to be divorced on the show. She was a doctor's wife. So now that her husband is gone and no longer recording the show, she is the only single cast member who was married to Madison to the show. So it's a whole new perspective to be shown. Um, And I feel like Quad is a person who took the, she did what I would have done, which is you come off the heels of a breakup and you try to just do your best at everything else in your life. 
and it's, it's manifesting itself in our life. Her cookbook is a success. Um, she moved out. She has a great place of her own to live now. Her talk show is in season three and still thriving, doing well in the ratings. Um, she's bought, she's doing great. You know, Married to Medicine is in season seven. Um, wow. She's doing well. Here's where the problem comes in. In situations like when it's time for Quad to express herself about what she really needs to address, she gets caught up in semantics. And I hate that. Mm. And it shows every single time. She filmed a scene at, the, at dinner with uh, Dr. Simone, who is another season one OG. Um, we really are not clear on exactly what happened. If you watch the show closely, you know where the cut, like the break occurred in their friendship, but they haven't defined it in conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's still not really known why they're beefing or whatever. Um, and they had to sit down at the restaurant. I just feel like Kwai didn't handle herself right. Mm. And I think a lot of times Kwai tries to do things for the way it's going to look as opposed to like accomplishing a goal. Tell me now. Say what you got to say. You know what I mean? Identify the things that you're upset about. The difference between Married to Medicine and the other shows that are airing that makes it, it resonate so well with so many people is the fact that these are actual relationships that these cast members have had for years. They've known each other. They know each other. Right. It's um, not like threads. a stage. It's not. Mm. It is not. Um, and so there are, there's a opportunity for a resolution in these, re in these relationships and in these friendships and the breakdown of these friendships that really doesn't exist in other reality shows because there's no motivation to, to find a, a resolve you weren't friends, you know what I mean? You don't know each other like that. In this case, it's a little bit different. But Quad is going to have to start seeing it through, especially if you want to be this self-proclaimed, you know, oh, I let such and such have it, and I don't, you know, and Miss Quad, and, you know, all this other shit, and, you know, all these theatrics and shit. You got to back that shit up. And you got a lot, I just felt like she had a lot of nerve telling Simone, you want to bring it up? Back it up, even though I liked it, because Simone needs to be checked. You need to back it up, period. This reunion is one of the only times, or the reunion last season, excuse me, when she when she laid Mariah ass out like clothes for the next morning. Okay. <laughs> that was when one of the times were rare times where we saw her do what she needed to do, you know, uh, handle people the way that they needed to be handled. A lot of times Quad tries to play this Billy Badass character and persona on TV, and then she's a softie for the relationships that she should not be one in. And a hard ass for the people that don't deserve it. And that gives me pause. You know what I mean? I don't like seeing that. Um, and so that's all I wanted to offer. You know, um, watch Dr. Heavenly's after shows on YouTube every Sunday on Mary to Med after Mary to Medicine. Heavenly does she an after vlogs. show every Sunday. Nice. She puts out a YouTube Love review of the episode. That. That's and smart, she offers though. additional context that we normally would have to wait until the reunion episodes mm. to get. But we get them in real time every week. Smart. And it's also an uninterrupted, you know, take. It's her take uninterrupted on what happened on the episode. So check that out. How was she on Queen Supreme? Um, I haven't finished the episode, but Heavenly was being Heavenly. And I'm looking forward to seeing her continue to be Heavenly yes. on the Queen Supreme Court. Yes. Um, shout out to T.S. Madison. Also, when you get a chance, T.S. Madison had a video that she posted on. I'm glad you brought that up. 
T.S. Madison posted a video on her YouTube channel. You can look up T.S. Madison Hinton. She had a very interesting take on the recent talk about RuPaul having a lack of diversity within his team. Oh, man, that video internally. was awkward. It was so awkward. She had a very interesting take because Madison has a personal relationship with a lot of the people who are actually standing on stage with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Um, they work for a production company that she's in business with, and she gave a personal take on knowing these people and also therein gave a very um, unique perspective on diversity um, and your, the trajectory of and the diversity as you go along your path in your career and reasons why certain people stay with you and reasons why certain people are not invited to go along with you based on this. It's just an interesting take. So just check that out when you get on a her chance. YouTube on her YouTube. T.S. Uh, Madison. Check that. Okay. Second thing I want to talk about loving hip hop Hollywood um, I know it's silly or whatever, and I have kind of stopped talking about these reality shows on here just because I'm sick of the bullshit. <laughs> but this was I if something's entertaining, I just gotta call a spade a spade. And this was an entertaining episode of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Let me tell you why. Why? <laughs> Your face. Okay, so <laughs> Lyrica Anderson's mama, Lyrica G, had a listening party. Yes. She had For her she's, album? Baby. It was going off. You want an additional layer? <laughs> There's an EP that was produced by Mr. Dalvin from Jodeci for her. He was on the show. She was wearing all white. Mr. Dalvin? How does he look? Like Mr. Dalvin. And he was wearing all white too. Oh, shit. Today. (laughs) But anyway, so. Um. So, but, so, Lyrica's mama had a listening party for this EP produced by Mr. Dalvin of today. And. At the listening party, A1's mama, who everybody knows, Lyrica Anderson and A1 Bentley are married and their mothers don't get along. Well, A1's mama came to the party to support her and try to get along because they had they share a grandchild together. And it just was funny as hell. It was. Like like when she first, when she came in, (laughs) they just look funny because they're they just funny. So when she walked in, she approached the group and she was like, What's up, girl? And and Lyrica's (laughs) mama was like, What's up, girl? I didn't invite you, but hey. And, 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 and then they ended they up hugging. Um, they were like, we're going to the bar. You got me, you got me. They just were getting along, and it was so funny. It they just have was cute funny. moments like that. Like when they were on the beach before everything went south. They it were just cute. was funny. And this episode <laughs> Why don't they was like really... Each other? Because they don't like themselves. Ooh. Now, <laughs> and if you don't believe me, look at the hair. The last now, time that they saw each other, they went, to hell with you. What the hell? That was a great scene too (laughs) They didn't gave a lot to love in hip hop Hollywood (laughs) Especially this season So later on in the season Zell Swag who was a character Who had returned to the franchise He was on there a few seasons back He's on there and he's friends with Lyrica Anderson And he is not friends with this girl named Brittany B We know that Brittany B uh, She works as an AR in the the industry And she also is a writer She writes all the songs for but had but hey be or whatever that girl's <laughs> but had, name but is. <laughs> Why do we not about. know hey, that girl? the one that looked like um Charlotte new husband on Sex in the City? Remember the oh, lawyer Lord. she got with? That's who had but hey be looked like. So she looked like Charlotte new husband, and that's a secondary wow. QTNA for your ass. Oh my god! But <laughs> nothing. Uh, they <laughs> shave her head. You tell me she don't look oh, like she was Charlotte's divorce lawyer. <laughs> so anyway. Zell don't like that girl. And when I tell you... Yo, Dustin is crazy. When I tell you, this is what... First of all, shout out to Zell. Shout out to Zell Swag, okay? Because 
What Zell like did Dalvin. was he exhibited. <laughs> Look like Dalvin today. So what he did was he exhibited some sort of like God. He just knew how to film this scene and have this argument with Brittany. It's already tricky when you're a guy arguing with a girl or whatever. But Zell knew he kept his voice measured. He wasn't raising his voice. He didn't stand up and he didn't get overly aggressive. But they went back and forth in this scene. And when I tell you it was so funny Zell, he is it shout out to Zell Swag. I got you know I give credit where it's due it looked like some you were like when, when it happened I y'all please if y'all hear this episode tag Zell Swag in no. this yes, and no, tell, yes, tell Zell Swag I said job well done shout yes, out to Zell please. Swag. he Frank, had me holler is Zell Swag the one that um ripped the cloth out of, from under Masika's cosmetics or is that a different person? I don't know who that was. I don't remember. Oh, wait. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Well, Am I, I tripping? He, I feel like I, that I think clip went viral yes, on Twitter yes, like years yes, ago. Yes, Probably. But what I can tell you for sure <laughs> is that in this scene right here, she was wearing a zebra print. It was It was, It was. was literally like schoolyard, uh, playground, back her, and forth. Like, like, like it was, playing the dozens on that ass. And Shit. see, she was really trying her best to like <laughs> to keep it get together. him and also try to like get certain digs. And he just, it just wasn't happening. Damn. She was literally outmatched. Um, and it just was funny. It was funny as hell. So much so that, did you see Lyrica Anderson cracking, cracking up? up, dying. Like, rolling. Lyrica was mad as hell, but couldn't help but laugh. She couldn't help but laugh. But laugh <laughs> and then, and it then. It just was funny. That's I'm how sorry. you know it's funny it was when your enemy Friend, started. when Britney walked away, Zell was still going, and Lyrica had to look down. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> and, and it was one of those, it was one of those, I'm telling you, this episode it. was, it was just one of them episodes. It was one of those things that where, yeah, the laugh. look on her face when she was laughing was so sincere. <laughs> like it wasn't about the cameras, it wasn't about the scene. She was rolling because <laughs> what he was saying to that girl when they was arguing was funny. And the fact that she was trying her best to take every dig, she mentioned, Oh, you like girls? I, you know, like it was all that kind of shit going yeah. on. And then I, I'm sorry, I just loved how she thought she was gonna hold up. And the minute he was coming, like, you got your zebra top on, da, da, da. she was like, you know, Zell, you just throw your little digs, you know, you just like it was like it was game over. I was like, it's our RP, just walk away now. But she stayed for a little it while just longer. It was funny the way he was doing the nigga is funny. And I, <laughs> like I said, let Zell Swag know that Dustin from the Friends on said <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> And that's all I have to say for TV Land. Oh, also keep watching David Makes Man. Oh my God, I was telling Not to be Dustin. confused with David and Tamala Man. <laughs> this is David Makes Man. I was telling Dustin that <sighs> I, I caught man. it. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh my God. Oh, just can't stop. that I caught it, but I realized it's one of those shows where you have to be completely focused Immersed. on it. Like undivided attention because... I think I was trying to multitask and watch it and I was missing so yeah, many details. Yeah, there at. were words on the ceiling. I was like, wait a minute. You woke up and saw things you had imagined. <laughs> yeah. The guy talking to him, I was like, okay, I'm missing was I right? way too. Yeah, you were. Thank you. He got to go. Terrell McCraney. Stop. I ain't trying to, you know, take food out of nobody's mouth. <laughs> but like Tremaine Hawkins said, a change, a change has no. come over me. Change has come. But it's good. I'm just, I have to give it another chance. But I can definitely tell it is a completely different type of show. Completely. Like nothing like we've seen. And what I was I most love impressed with. take those risks. Right. And those performances, friend, from those, those child actors, it's they so are good. throwing 
Dying, so not in good. a oh, that's a cute kid. They're acting, yep. right? Giving you range, yep. like yeah. I'm in, so yeah. I'm excited to watch. I'm and so I started seeing more Girl. people talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Now that you put it out there, I saw like more people. So shout out to Own, it. shout out to uh, Terrell McCraney, shout out to David Makes Man. I would love an after show deal. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all want to talk, let's talk. Give business. it to him because I honestly had not seen anyone talk about it until Dustin mentioned mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So. So let's Thank you for talk song. about it. It's Tuesday, right? <laughs> and now it's time for This is a Story. That's right, you guys. We're on a new episode this week. This is episode six, and it goes a little something like this. Mm. Anyway, the hell with all this history. It's me again, Anthony. And let's get back to the club that night from episode one. Don't y'all like how they tried to hijack my story? I'll let them finish later. Anyway... I was completely thrown off by meeting Ramon that night. I'm not even about to front. I was so caught up in all that energy from seeing Rick earlier that night. You know how it is when you're in the club. You work so hard to be this person who has everything under control. You always want to appear cool and as if you're not affected by everything else going on around you. And that's 100% my vibe when I'm in the club. So naturally, to see somebody that was able to get past all that and end up truly becoming part of my life was wild. Something about the way he told me, I've been waiting on you to know my name for a while, it threw me off a little. Niggas, including me, say stuff like that all the time, so it wasn't so much what he said, it was how he said it. He wasn't afraid to go after me. So many people are shy and afraid of rejection. It's either that, or they do this thing where they act like they're not really excited, but they play along and are secretly stoked that you're talking to them. But that's another story for another time. Meeting Ramon that night had my night off to a perfect start. We made a promise to exchange info after the club because I ain't like people in my business like that. And we stared at each other all night long. I'm actually surprised that I even noticed there was another set of eyes watching me watch Ramon. And I could tell they weren't happy about it. He doesn't even know that I noticed because he was trying to be low key. But I saw it, and now I want to know, why was Corey, my best friend, staring at us like that? Mm. Mm. Uh-oh. See y'all next week for the <laughs> next episode of This Is The Next Story. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Stay your black. mama! I'm just playing. <laughs> Stay black and protect your magic. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>